Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Alright guys, uh, welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin and today we got a special guest, but god damn it. I never wanted this to happen, man. You know why. Yeah. You know why you're here. I do, I do. Yeah. So. This, uh, this upcoming match against Koto Hero, it's, uh, it's going to be my last match on Sunday. I fly back to Canada the, the following Monday, day after. Yeah. I was already supposed to have left by now, actually, but we extended our stay so I could have my final match. Nice. Uh, one more match, like Christian. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. For those of you who are unaware, but should be aware, the guy who I'm talking to right now is... The Canadian Dragon, PWR Zone, Zayden Trudeau, and we're here to catch up with him, and this is our farewell podcast, because God knows what he's going to do after PWR. I think let's get to that yeah, sure. at the last part. Okay, so let's start. So last time we talked, it was 2017, now it's 2018. Tell me of your journey from being in the tag team tournament with Bolt to almost being a tag team champion to having that awesome match at RevoX with JDL to almost being a uh, world champion for PWR and the future. So, man, 2018 for you was kind of huge. And it started with the tag team tournament. You guys were facing the Naughty Boys on the semifinals, but who were you guys facing off with the first round? The Kaka Ebros, so like two of the top teams of PWR, and you beaten them on the way to face the network and John Sebastian and Crystal. What was it like to be a part of a tag team and be getting to that level of a tag team match with those two, you know, and also to those you faced in the tournament, man? So, I mean, uh, when was the last time we spoke? It was after the champion, or the PHX championship match with Bolt and Madrigal. Yeah, yeah. I think it was November of 2017, yeah. post-Vendetta. Post-Vendetta, yeah. So after Vendetta, me and Bolt, uh, we formed a tag team. And to be honest, I, I really wasn't enjoying it. I didn't, I didn't want to be part of a tag team. I, was always, uh, I always thought of myself as a singles wrestler, and I always thought I'd perform better in terms of singles competition, you know? Um, even when in training... Like, just for practice matches, I had only done one tag team match up to that point. Like, in practice, and it was terrible. I don't, I don't get... I mean, obviously, because I hadn't done it really much, I didn't get the flow of it. It felt weird. Um, you know, the structure of a tag match feels so much different to it compared to a, like a, regular, to a singles match, even though, I mean, they're, they should be relatively similar. Um, and so, to be honest, like, I was really dreading the fact that I would have to be uh, in a tag team. It, I mean... I, Bolt was a great partner. He was super nice about the whole thing. He was, he was he was he was good to work with. It just didn't feel like something that I wanted to be doing with my career up to that point. But then, also because at that point I had known that my time like with PWR was limited. I was going to be leaving, and so every match that I was doing a tag team match, it just felt like a wasted show or whatever. But I mean, regardless, I'd like to think we had some pretty good progression through through uh, you know through our. Uh, through our matches together, the first match we had was against the Kaka Ibros. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. They they were really nice about it, and I I kind of felt a little bad after the match just because I mean they as we were coming up with the match, they were asking me if they thought that the match could have been like match of the night and stuff. And I like I I don't know how to talk about this without sounding kind of like I don't know like a cocky asshole or whatever. <laughs> but I mean 
uh, up to that point, I kind of had a reputation for being able to deliver really good matches. And uh, I, I mean, that's uh, for a rookie. You know, I was able yeah. to, to to I was able to deliver really good matches, and I felt a little bad because after the match, I knew it wasn't the best match of the night oh. because I mean, I was I was I was still a rookie and stuff. But regardless, they said it was their favorite match. Oh, that was an honor. Yeah, it was honestly a really it was a lot of fun to work with them. And on another level, I felt bad because. They were a, an established tag team. They oh, have yeah. a great character, and like we just went over them like clean as hell, you know. But yeah, man, um, they are entertaining, and hey, they weren't gonna get their first win over you guys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's fair enough. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, it was great to work with them. I love. Uh, I love the two of those guys. Uh, they're. Yeah, they're. They. They have a great future. They're. They're. They were awesome to work with. And then after the match with the Kaki Ebros, we worked the who did we work the Naughty Boys Naughty at Boys, yeah. at uh it was holding that yeah. yeah holding hands while wrestling at that weird venue, and uh, you know that that match was a lot of fun. I mean, firstly because it was the first time I did a couple of moves. It was the first time I did a really shitty running sh- a running shooting star. It was really <laughs> ugly. It was really <laughs> ugly. Like I was like I came in. To, here, like, here's the thing. If I'm gonna do well at a show, there needs to be goddamn aircon while, while I'm practicing. Because if there isn't, I I find myself f-ing moves a lot easier because I like I like cramp up easier and stuff. Oh, weather conditions and temperatures. Thing. Exactly, exactly. And at this particular venue, there wasn't really aircon, and so I was sweating my ass off. And I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Wait, is it as bad as the Photon show? No, not- no, no, no. Nothing compares to Photon. That was the worst. I'm glad I debuted there, just so like my expectations were kept low. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was the first time I did the running shooting star, and to finish the match, we did uh, the finish was me hitting the 450. 450 it was my very first time hitting the 450, and it was clean yeah. as hell. It was awesome. It felt amazing. Like uh, as um, I remember walk, climbing up to the top rope and being like, shit, 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 I have to do it, I have to do it. I go up there, I say, all right, Bad. screw it, just, yeah, just let's do what we, how we practiced it, nailed it really well, and, like, I had to compose myself, and as soon as I landed it, it was a trippy, like, second, because as soon as I landed it, the, the place exploded, it got so loud, I think it was, like, the loudest it got that day, it was awesome. Yeah, but uh, um, Evan Carlo and uh, Trian De La Torre, Really, really, really good guys. I really love them. They're they were they were really fun to work with. They were, um, and I think they're also supportive in the whole, um, uh, you know, uh, helping me kind of cope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of cope with the fact that I was in a position that I didn't want to be with my career. Yeah. Because I think they might be one of the other factors that got you on the Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they're trash. Their their social media game's insane. They talk they. They talk really, really good shit. It was yeah, it was it was cool because of them. I I I, uh, I finally got on Twitter so I could actually respond. Here's the thing about me and social media: we we don't really get along. I don't really know how to use it too well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, after I got the Twitter, it was yeah, it, it got pretty funny. Like to think. And yeah, you guys made it to the finals, and instead of just the network, you guys were facing off with Amma, John Sebastian, Wrestling Lord and Savior, and Crystal who by now, as of this recording, are still the defending tag team champions. They are, they are. How is it for you? Because we talked about this in the last interview. Crystal is one of your, what, um, coaches? I, I refer to her as kind of my mentor, mentor? kind of. Yeah, I mean, uh, J.D. Allen and Zendata, those were my like coaches. They were the people that taught me like how to wrestle. But uh, Crystal was always super, super nice to me. It really did feel like she was taking me under her wing in, in the sense that, like, she'd always give me meaningful criticisms after my match. She, uh, 
she was always she always uh, gave me sort of insight into what the business was like, how to uh, how to like how to hold yourself together, how to you know how to go about business and stuff like that. And she was always, whenever I had an issue with anything, she would always be one of the first people I'd go to. She's awesome. I love you, Crystal. So yeah, how does that feel like? On one end, there's the tag team champions, and on the other was the team of John Sebastian and your mentor. How were you feeling during that match and the triple threat match for the tag team titles? Th this was the f this was the only tag match out of the four that I did that I was actually really really excited for. I think part of it was because it was the day of uh, what was this? It was Path Gold, and uh, I knew that day that I'd be doing double duty. I'd be working the the, the tag team championship, and then I was entered into the Path of Gold. So I had a lot of stuff oh, going. Nice. Yeah, it, yeah, it it felt yeah. awesome. Like it, I was in the ring for like a total of like. 45 minutes an hour or something like that like I was I was wrestling for a long time and it felt awesome it was really I mean it was always one of the things that I really wanted to do was to do a double duty yeah it was awesome uh the match itself it was great it was fun um crowd was really hot uh, uh what happened it was it was interesting how we had to kind of change the match format pretty uh like relatively close to the match itself because uh, uh Jimmy yeah Jimmy had to drop out uh so it was and honestly I I I like that dynamic a bit more with just uh, AB3 there. I mean, nothing against Jimmy. I just, I just, all I have to go off of was this match that I had a lot of fun with. Um, and AB3, it was really fun because there was this point where we were coming up with a match and I had the idea of, uh, what's it called? Uh, him body slamming all of us all on oh, top yeah. of each <laughs> other for a giant pile. And after, so, what is it? We're, we're double teaming, uh, we're working together to go against. Uh, you know, to fight against John Sebastian and Crystal. By the way, John Sebastian was awesome to work with. Love that guy, too. Um, as we're, uh, what happened? So we're double teaming him, and then after that, we realize we're still opponents. So uh, AB3 body, after he body slams John Sebastian and Crystal, then he body slams me, then he body slams Bolt, <laughs> and then pins us all in one, you know, one yeah, pile of fun. human mass to, and like the crowd was so into it. Like I watched the replays, and there were a bunch of people who were like, like for a split second, they're like, "Holy shit, this could be the uh, this could be the end of the match." Yeah, that was awesome. And then like he got the AB three chance and stuff after it. After we went backstage after the match, he was so he was so grateful for that moment because I mean, um, he was he, uh, he was always kind of in that uh, that uh, you know kind of in the shadow of 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 uh, of Idol. Yeah, I mean I mean it's not a knock against AB three. It's more just the dynamic of that particular tag team. And yeah, so he was like, he was a little emotional backstage. He was like, he was like thanking us for like, uh, like put, uh, you know, for us uh, able to like sh uh, put him in that light and stuff. And yeah, I I think that was the start of uh, the whole, you know, warlord. of him becoming the warlord <laughs> champion. Hell yeah, yeah, man, much deserved. AB3, great guy. Yeah, that was a fun match. Oh man, I have a fun story to tell you guys off this recording and it's during that time when he was looking for idol but i think you know that i actually don't know what you're talking about let's hear it oh we're gonna hear that but they won't hear it here in jobber talk we're sorry guys because <laughs> we're fast forwarding now to that fateful day when you were the one who challenged jdl to go to the jdl level for revolution x how was that for you like were you the one being chosen? Were you said, hey, I want you to be my opponent, or if you guys are okay to divulge this? Info. I mean, I'd, uh, I'd, I think it's okay if I talk about this. I don't really think that 
I mean, people know wrestling's fake. I think it's fine that I talk about the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I think that, I mean, if I'm crossing any lines and I'm leaving, you can tell me over Facebook that yeah. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but, I mean, um, leading up to RevOX, the plan was um, it was supposed to be a trio's gauntlet. Whoa. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people loved it. So the teams, I forget the exact teams, but I think the teams were supposed to be, it was supposed to be the Yola Twins and... Jen Evander, a uh, uh, pro wrestling doctor guy as a team. Then it would be me, Bolt, Revel Ranger as a team. Okay. Then the Naughty Boys and, and I think Cap was supposed to debut or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that would have been cool. And then us against, uh, like, I don't know, just three other random people. And it just felt like such a nothing match, you know? Because, I, I don't know, a, a lot of people weren't, totally happy with that particular yeah people weren't very happy with that particular booking narrative and i myself had been thinking that i could have been doing um you know single stuff which is which is what i really wanted to be doing and after path of gold it was when because so many people had been talking to me about how like why are you in a tag team you know you should be doing single stuff you you you, you're you're you know you're doing good as a singles guy and then it was who was it it was the yola twins Evan Carlo, Triandela Torre, and Carlo. Oh, oh. Oh, shit, sorry. Your oh. friend Carlo. Oh. Yeah, we won't yeah, yeah, divulge yeah, yeah, his uh, yeah. in-ring persona for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Unless you guys listen to SCP. Just a random guy named Carlo who might be associated with PWR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all... Shit, my bad, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, they, all, they all talked to uh, the booking guys. They talked to, they talked to JD. They talked to OL. And they all said, hey... Uh, this match, you know, isn't isn't exactly what we want to be doing. But before that, they were all vouching for me. They were all saying that I should have been. It was it was honestly really really cool to have that support from all the guys, you know, because I had all these feelings in my mind of like, am I really not good enough to be a singles guy? Maybe maybe I'm in, maybe maybe I'm in a tag team because they don't think I'm good or they don't value me or all these things. I was thinking all these negative things, and then for all these guys to you know go out of their way and kind of vouch for me and support me in that in that aspect i was super grateful for i was so happy then after that they you know changed up some stuff and they figured that me versus jdl would have been a really you know it it could you know i felt like people would want to see that and so i was lucky enough to to have my first rebel accident match that you know i mean it was one of the marquee matches you know i'd like to think it was one of the one of the bigger matches yeah it was awesome and then so the match after path of gold is where we're at that's like what traffic i think traffic yeah, yeah, traffic. when you stepped up and accepted the challenge yeah yeah so earlier in that day it was me and bolt versus the team of martivo and robin yes uh that was fun robin is a badass chick and martivo is a goddamn technical wizard let me say that okay martivo like underneath the gimmick it's a lot you know i think it's fun underneath the you know overwhelming gimmick is a guy who's just amazing at technical wrestling. And so, like, we go, we go to the ring, we're, like, messing around, I'm learning all this stuff, and it felt so smooth working with him, you know what I mean? And I felt like, you know, he, he, like, he appreciated working with me as well because there were, there were some things that he couldn't have done with, uh, you know, some of his previous opponents in the past. It was a fun match. Uh, what what else happened? Uh, what else happened in that match? Robin. You gave Robin that move on the apron. Yeah, it was a fisherman suplex <laughs> to the apron, and 
Okay, that's a, that's a, I mean, yeah, it, it got a holy shit chant. It was a pretty badass spot, right? She already cements herself as yeah. a badass chick with that spot alone. That wasn't even what she pitched to me. Okay, you know what she wanted to do? She wanted to take a suplex to the concrete, to the floor. Wait, at Shaw? At, yeah, at Shaw, at, for, for traffic. She wanted to take a suplex to the floor. I was like, I, no. yeah, and the, at first I thought she was asking me to take it. So it was easy for me to say no, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's, it's okay. I'm a bit of a pussy, whatever. But then she's telling me that she wants to take it. That's, that's where I'm kind of like losing my mind a bit. Mm. And when she tells me, I'm like vaping outside and Camos and her are having a cigarette or something. Camos is there. Um, I, I look at Camos trying to be like, yo, can you tell her that this isn't okay? This isn't safe? You know, what he looks, you know what he does? He looks at me and goes, I'd take that spot, man. I'd do it. I'm like, what? am I the only sane person here? Am I, do I really have to suplex this, floor, this, this chick to the floor? I was, I was honestly a little scared. Hold up. Did you just say sane person? We're not going there yet, man. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. We'll, we'll talk about history con in a bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, she, it was, it, that was a fun match. That was a really fun match. I mean, admittedly, I wasn't looking forward to it, but while I was in the ring doing, you know, going through our stuff, getting our shit in, it was a lot of fun. Robin took a friggin' springboard dropkick to the face, no problem. Martivo, me and him, me and him, we had an awesome technical exchange. That was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was cool opening the match, just flying around doing technical stuff, which honestly I don't usually do. Like besides character, I do feel like uh, technical is my it's the weakest part of my in ring game. But Martivo stepped it up, man. He was awesome. It was it was fun to work with. Uh, so we lost that match. Me, uh, the stipulation dictated me and Bolt had to had to disband. Oh. And I mean. <laughs> I had, a, I had fun with Bolt, you know, he was a good guy to work with, but, I mean, again, like, it's no offense to him, it just wasn't what I wanted to be doing with my career up to that point. And then, so awesome, man, challenging JDL for, uh, for, for RevOX, because I had known a month before that that's what they were going to be doing. And, up to, and I couldn't tell any of my friends, I couldn't tell my family, I couldn't tell anything, anybody, you know, that I was, that, hey, by the way, you know that you know that match that I've been asking that I'd been dreaming of since before I started PWR. Yeah, yeah I'm getting it at yeah. RevOX. <laughs> yeah, I was flipping out. So finally, I come out, challenge JDL. It was awesome. Got a pretty big pop. It was pretty cool. Didn't have much for a promo. I pretty much just came out there and shake his hand. Yeah, it's I mean, me. I'll take the challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, at least it set up some kind of yes. story. You know, I mean, literally stepping up to to try to reach the JDL level, uh, level or whatever, and then. Yeah, I was super excited, and, that, and now that takes us to RevoX now, yeah. But yeah, because RevoX 2017, it was Billy Suede versus JDL. Yeah. So how pressured were you on a personal standpoint to try and top that or be at that level? Because that's one of the most revered matches in not only RevoX, but PWR history. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, since I found out, my heart was like, every time I thought about it, I'd start palpita palpitating, I'd start sweating, I'd be so goddamn nervous. I remember, um, like, what was it, Two, three weeks before the match, every night, like, it didn't, like, every, every day at, at night, I would literally have to take out 20 minutes to just sit down, close my eyes, and visualize the match. Just visualize all the things that could go wrong, visualize, you know, maybe the crowd not taking it, just visualize the match, go through all these different scenarios and just try to make sure I'm okay. That's why I wasn't looking forward to traffic because, I mean, uh, oh. I was too busy just worried about, like, this... this exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I'm kind of... Uh, 
I don't know. Like I'd like there are all, in my head there are all these things that I want to be doing in my career. I'm always like, oh, I should be in a, uh, I should be higher up on the card. I should be a singles competitor. I should be going against JD and Ralph. And then when I get it, I'm like, oh shit, oh <laughs> goddamn. I'm like, I I start kind of shitting myself for it. And uh, JDL, leading up to my match with him, it was the most nervous I'd ever been for a match, bar none, bar none. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think that was the first time I saw you way before RevoX having a singles promo, video promo. Yeah. And you yeah. just told me, well, someone told me before we met that it wasn't even your place, it was his place. Yeah. So, um, uh, I, around that time, I was getting tight with some of the MWF guys, uh, Tarek, Robinson. They they had me over there like, uh, like training or whatever. But then uh, Tarek, being an awesome... Uh, being an awesome guy, he let me, uh, you know, using some of their camera equipment, excuse me, uh, let me cut a, a promo for Revo X because, okay. I mean, it just felt like it was wrong to have such a big match, not have a promo, not actually put myself out there. And God bless Tarek, man. Tarek of MWF is one of the, one of the, one of the most brilliant wrestling minds I've ever talked to. He gets promo. In terms of promos, there's nobody better, in my, in my opinion. Or at least that I've that I've experienced. He's awesome. He basically directed the whole promo, um, gave me uh, gave me talking points, kind of walked me through it, kind of got me into the right mindset, kind of told me what facial feature, uh, you know, facial expressions to make, stuff like that. And like, I, I'm not gonna say it's a, it's an amazing promo, but I mean, for my standards, it was aw- like I I hadn't cut a promo before. Yeah. I'd never been on camera to talk. I'd never really. I barely talk in ring. I never had the mic to talk about anything. Even when I challenged JD, I just walked out and shook his hand. So this was a totally new experience for me. But it felt like it was. It felt like it was something necessary for a match of you know I'm going against a wrestler on the ca- uh, you know on the caliber of, of, of JD Goddamn L. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was it came out really well. JD L cut a, a, an equally awesome promo after. And and then all the seeds were sown for our match, you know. Yeah. It was it was it was it was ready to get it on. And uh, man, that match was one of the best moments of my life. It was awesome. It was truly amazing. Like, crowd was amazing. They really took everything in. Um, yeah, just awesome. Really fun match. Really fun. Yeah. Like for me personally speaking, you already know my favorite match at Revo X. Speaking of that match, not only was it the best match. Like, maybe a week or two after, it had a full match Friday already. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that was awesome. It was, yeah, it was really cool because it didn't feel like I had too much support from, like, the media team or, like, even the booking team, really. I just, I never felt like they, yeah, again, this is me thinking highly of myself, me being a little arrogant, but I never really, I never felt truly kind of valued by them, you know what I mean? Like, it was cool they put me in a championship match with, with Bolt and Madrigal, but then... Then what did I do? It felt like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've rambled long enough about it. But after that match, like the media team fully supporting me, saying, doing a whole like, hey, if this thing gets 450 likes, we'll post the full match. Posting the full match on YouTube in its entirety, amazing. It was, it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was more than I honestly had hoped for because I mean, the match itself was already a lot of fun. It was, it was really, it was really cool to do. Um, but what, the disadvantage of that is now I see all my mistakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, because, uh, I, I mean, it was the best match I've ever done. It's my favorite match I've ever done. That doesn't mean it's perfect. It's far from, quite frankly. Like, uh, what are some of the things that I hate looking back at? Uh, beginning of the match, I'm supposed to do a backflip. I 
kind of landed on my knees. But I spring to my feet really quickly, so it kind of looks fluid, you know what I mean? Like little things like that. Uh, I, I do a cartwheel at some point. Cartwheel looks like shit, especially next to JDL, who does yeah. a perfect cartwheel. Uh, what else wasn't good? I don't. I didn't like my. Uh, so there's a spot where I springboard in. JDL super kicks me. I didn't like my cell on it. I thought it could have been better. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wh- uh, what else? Um, I hate looking at my shooting star press because I always what? think. Because yeah, <laughs> I always think in, in when I practice it, I always review the video and I always think the form's really good. But then something about in the middle of a match when I have to do it, I just, I don't know. I go a little. I mean, it was okay. You know, I did the move, but it wasn't perfect. Um, my favorite thing to watch though is the reaction to the shooting uh, to the to the phoenix splash the middle oh, row yeah. phoenix splash that was that was that was so cool because I mean that particular moment I I mean not to sound like a like a like a like a cheesy beanie wearing like artist or whatever yeah, yeah. but I mean I re- I did kind of want that match to be like a little bit of like my uh, like a love letter uh, to wrestling kind of because I remember when I first got what, the match that got me into wrestling. It was John Cena, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Royal Rumble 2015. Mm-hmm. And the part that really got me hooked, Rollins hitting the Phoenix Splash. And so I really, really wanted to hit a Phoenix Splash at some point. I, I mean, I could, I could 450, I could do all these things. A Phoenix Splash for me is something that, uh, that kind of had like, that emotional connection to. One more, yeah. There's one more thing I do want to mention about oh, the yeah. match. Is like, uh, a big mistake that happened in the match was I actually got knocked out for oh. a second. Yeah. Where, where, where? So, and, and the, the finish is supposed to be, I hate saying it because like, <laughs> it went so wrong. It was supposed to be um, shooting star press plancha, so to the outside. Yeah. That was supposed to be the move that I hit on JDL. I slip on the ropes, don't fully rotate. It ends up being more of like a uh, Takahashi seated senton type thing. Okay. Um, and because I'm like, I don't want to exaggerate, but I think I'm at least 10 feet in the air. I feel like when I jump up before I hit the ground, is that fair to say around 10 feet, at least 10 feet in the air? Well, from my angle, I couldn't see much because I was being blocked by people. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. But I mean, I'm around, okay, my head's give or take 10 feet in the air, right? And then I fall to the ground, JDL kind of catches me, and then I smack my, the, back of, the back of my head right onto the, I mean, it's not pure concrete, but it's basically concrete with some, with some carpet on it, exactly. Um, as soon as I hit, bang, um, uh, vision, I can't really see anything. Like It kind of goes black, and then it fades fades in. My ears are ringing. The, uh, the ringing slowly goes away. I hear people chanting, holy shit. And I, go, I think to myself, like, holy fuck, I'm in the middle of a match. <laughs> I'm, not only am I in the middle of a match, I'm in the middle of the match that I've always wanted since day one. You know what I mean? Um, so JDO kind of shimmies over, and he's like, oh, uh, 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 just do a 450 because the finish of the match actually um, I was supposed to debut the 630 okay. at, at Revo X and that was supposed to be the match finish and so JDL being the professional that he was uh, after I hit my head he says okay just do the 450 just do the 450 throw him in do kind of a shitty 450 on it I hurt my hand on on the 450 I was still dazed or whatever it was worst 450 I've ever done but I mean uh, you know I did what I could still I did what I could you know best days best matches for you yeah absolutely that was that was awesome to work with working with i mean jdo was always the person i wanted to work against he was always the guy i thought of when i was dreaming of what my revo x at match would be or who i'd win a title off of it was always jdo he was always the guy i wanted to work yeah but yeah um like you said earlier not only would it be you who sees like the quote-unquote flaws but certain fans and fine let's reveal it here since well by then 
they'd be done watching your last match yeah. when they're listening here. Because Zenon, you gave me a link via PM a few weeks after. I did, I did. <laughs> so, um, we're talking. So, I mean, we're talking about the intertextuality video. Uh, the video, um, you know, it was a video essay on my match and JDL's Revo X match and what it meant for P- PWR wrestling or Philippine wrestling. I mean, and um, so one of my friends actually, it was like a couple. Oh. It was a, it was a couple of days, maybe a week after my match with uh, my Revo X match with JDL. Uh, me and my girlfriend are chilling at uh, at his place, and he he brings up, oh, one of my friends from high school or from from elementaries or something. They went to school together at some point. He he actually made a video on your match, and I was like, oh, like that's that's really cool. I was super excited, and then he was like, I don't know if you should be excited about it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Let's let's take a li- let's take a listen. We play it, we watch it, and as it's going on, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable comfortable maybe a little hurt because i mean he is he is criticizing my work but honestly um from his standpoint those points made sense and from the standpoint that you know putting myself in his shoes what i understood about him is here's a guy who's never watched any wrestling let alone a pwr show exactly let alone a whole pwr show he's just i i mean from what i inferred this was the only match he'd ever seen of pwr of, of mine of jdl's of everything and he was, you know, kind of making all these points and stuff. And from his perspective, from a guy who's never seen that and only watches, you know, the NJPW, the Lucha Underground, the WWE, from his perspective, yeah, I mean, I guess those are cool connections to make. Oh, I've seen that guy do that move. I've seen another guy do that move. I mean, it hurt a little bit. I understood his points. But, I mean, I was able to justify it to myself. I mean, like, it's wrestling. There's only a finite number of moves you can do that, you know, look good or look cool or, you know, you know stuff you can do. <laughs> This is my part where I say I would like to uh, publicly apologize that it took me a couple of weeks to actually click that link. Because yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you saw that. Like I said, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I just got to hear this, but yeah, blah blah blah. You know what I'm. You know what I said. Yeah. So right after, <laughs> right after um, my friend showed me the video, I I linked you the video yeah. and it was like, hey man, what do you think about this? You know, get back to me because I was thinking of posting it into the Smart Gilas Filipinas group just to get yeah. an opinion. So I drafted a whole paragraph of being like, oh, you know, uh, uh, guy did a video essay. I agree with some of his points. What do you guys think? But at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, yeah I didn't want to post yeah. it. Uh, you only got back to me a couple weeks after that, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. and then a day or two after, someone else posted it at yeah. the group. Yeah, then so someone posted it. I was like, wait, is this the same video I just saw? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so somebody posted it in the the Smart Gilas Pilipinas group, and a lot of people were pretty salty. Yeah, and honestly, fair enough. Honest, like I, I felt like I knew in my in my heart that I wasn't being as uh, critical of his work as I think I should have been, or at least the way I feel about it now. But you know, what more for people who weren't in that match, or you know, I don't know. It was. He could have he could have done things differently to get a better reaction, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you know what's yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting story. It is, it is. I, I feel like it's not my place to talk about it because yeah. I don't want to come across as biased because I mean he's critiquing he's critiquing my work. I, I I would have motive to be like, oh f- this guy, you know. Yeah. But I mean, from his perspective, fair points. It's not my it's not my thing to talk about, but yeah. But yeah, wow. Speaking of that though. Um, let's go on to the next level. You went to the JDL level. You defeated JDL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the next level would be the world title match. Yeah. How was that for you? 
I was super excited to work with Ralph. He was, he's awesome to work with. He was, he was great. He was really supportive. I felt like goddamn shit after that match because I really felt like I, I let him down. I felt like I let the company down. So in the middle of the match, I liked where the match was going. You know, it started out, the 80% of it was great. 80% of it was awesome. You know, I, I do a tope con hilo to the outside, land on my feet. Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah. I know, I know this match is going well because I landed on my feet. After that, I like got super hyped. My friends could tell that that was a total shoot. I was actually genuinely super hyped about the fact <laughs> that I landed on my feet. So cool. Um, uh, then, then comes the point in the match where I hit a 630. Okay. I debut the 630. I, you know, I, I land it. Um, uh, there was a little mixed signal between me and Ralph. I was telling him to go a bit further. He took that as come closer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it, I'll try to adjust or whatever. I, you know, missed him by a little bit. It was clear uh, to some fans. It was, it was a little clear that I didn't exactly make contact. He sold it really well. Um, I pin him, one, two, a rope break. As I, as I go to pick him up, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what this muscle is called, but it's like the side hip like near your hip bone, okay. that part of my right leg starts cramping up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then so right after that spot is supposed to be a spot where I do running, shooting, star, roll through, middle rope, phoenix splash. But the way I do my running, shooting, star is I use my right leg to kick. It's where I get the majority of my momentum. But that You're leg, cramped. Exactly. That leg is cramping up. So I go, I go to do the shooting star, under rotate, totally f*** it up. Ralph, Ralph whispers to me, go do it again, go do it again. I'm like, uh, all right, f*** it, I'll do it again. I go to do it again, under rotate again, but this time our heads bang. I knock Ralph out. I'm in the middle of the ring, you know, you know, hundreds of people watching this match, a championship match that I'm supposed to lose, and the champ is knocked out. I'm shaking him like, Ralph, 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 Ralph. <laughs> It was the longest 30 seconds ever because all these thoughts of like, do I pin this guy? Do I just be, yes. do I, just, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to be a champion. It'd be awesome to be PWR champion, but not like this, you know? I can't go backstage and everybody hate me. And like, I, it's, it's like the most pathetic way to, to win a championship, you know? Knocking out the, the champion and being a dumbass pinning him. So yeah, I was, I was, um, after that, I go to the middle rope. I do my best to hit a, a middle rope Phoenix splash. It was okay, you know. It wasn't perfect. I landed a little bit legs first. It wasn't the best. Then the finish is supposed to be, and I'm already having a rough time by this point, you know. Then the finish is supposed to be, I go for a 450, gets his knees up, puts me into the Fujiwara armbar. I'm at the top rope. I'm like, I swear to God, with the way this match is going, I'm going to f*** this up too. So instead, I go for a frog splash instead. He gets his knees up, uh, puts me in the Fujiwara. I tap out. And after the match, I just felt like shit. I went backstage. I couldn't stop apologizing to him, the bookers. Because, I mean, I felt like finally, you know, they saw this in me. And it was time for me to deliver. Exactly, you know. I was finally doing the things that I, sh- I thought I should have been doing. And I, all because of a stupid goddamn... You know what? They didn't have aircon in the morning, so training was really bad. So I really need my aircon, man. I'm just a Canadian boy out here in the Philippines. Um, I mean, that was. I can't entirely blame it on that, but I mean, I, you know, it was a factor in me getting me getting the cramp, and yeah, I just I felt bad. I felt I felt really bad. I guess if someone wants to defeat you, they'll put you in a tropical area. Yeah, 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 for sure. You want to beat Zayden Trudeau? Yeah, do it. Do it during the summer months. <laughs> Venue with no aircon. <laughs>
But yeah, from then on, I think you... Well, let's fast forward to HistoryCon, because that's where you came back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, unannounced, because I was there on the second day. I didn't think you'd be there. Like, yeah, I got to go to my friend's birthday. And then I saw the social media pop up and say, this evil foreigner attacked my friend Robin Sane. I was checking out who it was. I was like, my God, he's an evil foreigner now? <laughs> How dare you call this place ghetto, man? <laughs> so, tell me, how was it wrestling in front of HistoryCon? Because it's similar to APCC, it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a convention crowd, so they're not, I mean, very few. Very few of the actual guys uh, of, our, of our actual of MWF or PWR fans, like true fans, could even go because it was, right. it was, it was a monsoon or typhoon yeah. or whatever the hell you call it here. Um, uh, it was you basically had to boat to get to, yes. to get there. Yeah. So I mean, only I mean none of my none of my friends except my girlfriend and uh, some of my family could come, and totally understandable, you know. Uh, the crowd itself, I mean, you know, with all that's implied, it's a little quieter. It's harder to get their attention. They more care about spots. Storytelling doesn't make sense. Wrestling logic is weird. There are some things that they're gonna find funny. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun because, I mean, I had always worked face because when I was training, I realized I'm a terrible heel. There's something about me not connecting with the crowd that was really hard, but I was more comfortable in my skin. I was more experienced. Uh, and honestly, at my heart, I think I'm a better, like, in terms of portraying a character, I think I'm much better at portraying a heel than I am as a face. Yeah. I think I can back you up here because at the Rumble, you eliminated yourself when you were about to do the 450 yeah, yeah, and said, cool. wait, 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 pulls out the PWR shirt. Nah, jumps off. It was awesome. I got, it was so cool working heel. So um, yeah, the match, the, the main event of day two, it was Robin Sane Koto Hero, Robin Sane loses. Um, I, I'm dressed in civilian clothes. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just here watching the match. I springboard drop kicked the shit out of him. It was a really good one. I'll land in the ring. I'm like, give me a mic. Uh, Scott Steiner style, get a mic, cut a promo, you know, uh, make fun of uh, the fact that his gear looks like Aladdin. <laughs> uh, called the uh, called MWF ghetto ass, called his accent ghetto ass. Uh, go up to the top rope. I'm like, oh, you guys want to see me do a 450 to Robin Sane? You will tomorrow night in the main event where I belong and stuff like that. <laughs> it was awesome, you know? I could finally be a heel. It was so cool. And I, I really enjoyed myself. And then the next day, uh, I'm the last minute entry into the Battle Royal yes. Rumble or whatever. Uh, go in there, f*** up Marky for a bit. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's me and Robin Sane. We do a little exchange. I have him 450 position. You know, I'm about to, I'm like, oh, 450? All of a sudden, I'm going full no. face. I'm like, hyping out the girl, 450? You want to see me 450? And then I pull out a PWR shirt. I'm like, yeah, f*** you guys. <laughs> Jump to the outside, uh, walk out. And I was like, wow, this is cool. Being a heel is fun. And then me and, me and Robin Sane have the match. And oh, boy, that was, that was a good one. Even though the crowd was... For a wrestling crowd, it's dead. For for, but I mean, I thought we got some pretty good reactions yeah. considering that. I mean, we got a "This is awesome" chant. The, I thought it was the loudest I've heard the crowd over the uh, out of all the days. Out of all the days that I've been there, I thought it was like the the loudest crowd that the crowd had been. Uh, me and me and Robin saying we didn't actually have too much time to work on it because Robin saying he's top dog in MWF, right? Yeah. So he has to he has to like formulate the entire rumble direct everybody try to come up with booking that makes sense and then the royal rumble happens after that then it's an hour break and then we have our match oh uh, no and then it's the final block where yeah. where we made event 
And then uh, what happened? So we didn't have time to really talk about it too much because he stressed the hell out. And then when it comes to the actual, uh, what is this? You know, once we have time in the ring to mess around, I'm like, hey, you wanna you wanna work on some stuff? And he goes, no. And I'm like, really? And 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 then he was like, dude, I'm I'm stressed the hell out. I've been doing stuff all day. I've worked with a bunch of people today. I'm warm. You know, let's just talk about it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Match itself went pretty good. You know, a few hiccups here and there. I mean, uh, really isn't a clean Philippine wrestling match. Uh, too many out there, really. Uh, it was awesome working heel. I, I got to dick around. It was funny. So I come out. The sound guy, I don't know what happens. They mess up my entrance music. Yeah. So it plays 10 seconds. Come out, ready. Music stops. They restart it from the beginning. And then I'm, I'm a little, like, I'm more awkward in this moment because I'm like, oh, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm like, oh, you're a heel. Let's do it. So I turn to the, and I go, uh, to the sound guy. I'm like, what the f***? Get your fucking shit together. What the <laughs> f*** are you doing, dipshit? Fucking retard. And then in the direction that I'm yelling is my brother, my mom, and my sister. My, what? Yeah, they were the... Why? Yeah, they were there. And then but my, they know it's the sound guy. Oh, yeah. They understood what I was doing. But my sister didn't... She didn't fully understand that I was in character. So she just puts on this awkward smile, eyes widened, just looking at the ground because she's like, oh my god, I don't want to be here. <laughs> right after the match, I go to her, I'm like, uh, I, go, I go to the sound guy, I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. He held it was part of the character. He's like, no, it's fine, I totally get it. And then I tell my sister, I'm like, yeah, that was, that was a character. I'm not actually giving this guy shit for what is a very forgivable mistake. Um, yeah, the match was fun. Uh, nailed the shit out of me with a 450. Uh, I was I'm I only stopped being sore yesterday from missing that 6:30 because the MWF yeah. ring is really stiff. Uh yeah, great match. It was uh I mean it was it was a dream match of mine to work with Robin Sane. I got to do it. It was awesome. 450 versus 450, man. Mm -hmm. Trust us. Even the fans wanted to see that. <laughs> Even though we could, most of us couldn't because of weather reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the match was great. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. Honored to work with a guy with such high caliber, such as Robin Sane. And uh, uh, what are your, your thoughts going into your final match in PWR for 2018 against one of PWR's, well, another international star, such as Koto Hiro? It's like the level of Billy Suede. Hmm. I mean, it's another huge honor. I mean, what's really cool about my career is like, I'm just a, I'm just, uh, I mean, I've been a rookie for most of it, and despite that, I've had to work, I've had the chance to work with some of the best wrestlers to ever set foot in a PWR ring. I got to work with Suede, I got to work with JDL, I got to work with Imabayashi, I got to work with Madrigal, and now I get to work with Koto Hiro. Um, I'm super excited for it. Co me and Koto, we're, I thought, yeah, we're we're pretty tight. I, I really like hanging out with him. I have a huge amount of respect for for his work. He's a He's what a lot of us want to be, which is someone who does this for a living, which is really cool. Uh, super excited for the match. Actually, uh, the person who I wanted to go up against for my final match was actually Quattro. Oh, oh, because you guys tore the house down in APCC. I remember that. Yeah, I, I, I had the pleasure of popping his cherry. You know, it was his debut <laughs> match. He got the job to the one, the only Zayden Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of... is great. Honestly, like, it sounds a bit weird to say, but like... When I, as I was coming up through the ranks, what I wanted people to feel was a little worried. You know, I wanted people to know me as the athletic guy, the the smooth guy, and to kind of be worried about their spot on the roster. And the thing about Quattro is he makes me feel he made me feel that way. I was like, this Quattro guy's good. I need to step my, a step up my game. Huge amount of, of respect to Quattro. I think he's the goddamn future of this company. If he's not champion in a few years, I'm honestly gonna be pissed off. <laughs> he's awesome. He's great. He's the uh, PWR has a. Uh, 
they have a they have a generational talent or no I don't know they have a really good guy on their hands and honestly they should they should totally utilize him he's awesome he's great he is the light bringer after all yeah exactly but I mean in regards to the Kotohiro match uh, I'm kind of dread I mean if 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 this wasn't my last match I'd be so nervous for it but I think I'm kind of putting it off because I'm kind of dreading the match honestly because when the match comes. It means I'm leaving, you know. Yeah. It means the day after, literally the day after, I fly out, and that's that's kind of sad, you know. Uh, might might uh, might shed a tear or two in the ring. Yeah. Let's hope I can keep my composure, but nonetheless, it's going to be an honor to work with uh, such an amazing talent such as Koto Hero. Anything you want to tell to your fans at PWR MWF or any fans in general of Zayden Trudeau? So this isn't the end of Zayden Trudeau. I mean, maybe Zayden Trudeau, because if I wrestle, uh, if I wrestle in Canada, I can't wrestle as Trudeau. It's just ridiculous. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, this isn't the end of Zayden. Um, uh, as as well as going to Canada for school, I'm gonna try to go to wrestling school over there. Because nice. yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to not to be like, I'm not trying to be uh, like douchey about it. But I mean, in order for the Philippine wrestling scene to grow, I do feel like somebody has to work in the Americas, you know what I mean? They have to get proper training and stuff and if if I could be that guy, more power to more power to Philippine wrestling. You know, uh, thank you to the fans for all the support and everything. Wrestling has given me some of the best moments of my life, honestly. And there's a lot of stuff that I I'll never forget about it. Like uh first time my dad ever said he was proud of me was after my my match at Revo X. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, I know. And so <laughs> Uh, wrestling's given I've made a lot of great friends I've had a, a lot of amazing I got to live my dream you know I got to be a wrestler here in front of an amazing crowd and amazing fans that I see show in show out um, some of my other favorite matches uh, like moments is right after my Billy Suede and after my JDL match people came up to me and said that was the best match in PWR history yeah. like what you know it's an, it's, it's an absolute it's an absolute honor you know to to kind of be known as the guy who, you know, I can put on decent matches from time to time. And, yeah, I'll never forget it. I'll be back. I don't know when I'll be back, but I will be back. All right. We hope to see you back here. Thank you so much, Zayden. And, yeah, like we said earlier, by the time you hear this, you'd be already gone. Yeah. How my ass taste. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. They ain't Kobe. But, yeah, anyway, again, guys, thank you so much, Zayden. Um, any final words to the fans? No, I mean... Uh, I'll, I'll save my final final words for when I'm in the ring. But uh, oh, yeah. I mean, thank you, Morning, for having me. It's always it's always a good time when we get to do these. Um, you know, this won't be the last one. Hopefully, hopefully you're still podcasting uh, when I when I do come yeah. back. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much. It's you've any any sort of heartache or any sort of bad time I had through wrestling, getting in front of the fans and like having a good match and hearing the crowd's reception. It's always worth it. I thank you so much, Zayden. Wishing you a safe trip back to Canada and hope to see you back here soon. And to you guys, thank you for listening to Jobber Talk. Please do not forget to help this site unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel14. We also have a Twitter that's at ch14. Check out our other shows like Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. Also Third World Linux. Bodega Nights and Radio Norm and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.